This is my show, Love from London's Life Coach, coming to you directly from London. This podcast comes with a warning, as it is unapologetically controversial. This show hopes to break the silence with the purpose of awareness and discrimination of cultural restraints across the world. Enjoy. So I'm with Jody Abacus, who I'm going to allow him to introduce himself because I I know him as a friend and a gorgeous man that I've met um, on a random trip to the seaside. But hey, here we are now. Jodie, do you want to just say who you are? If someone said, who's Jodie Abacus, what would you say? I would say Jodie Abacus is an artist from South East London, a singer, um, gosh, writer, producer, fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do I ever really talk about myself like that? I'm just a normal person like everyone else in the world, I guess. Now that everything's going on, I feel that I have been a lot in common with a lot of other people who have empathy and compassion. Yeah. <laughs> you so know? I recently bumped into you. Um, I was, I was just going to say, I recently bumped into you when we, I was catching a train at London Bridge. Do you want to just say about where you were going and why? I think, where was I going? I think I was going, yeah, I was going to the last year, last month's protest. Is that right? Yeah, you were. I was, wasn't I? Because I can't remember. much has happened. Yeah. I was going to last month's protest in West End, which was meant to be, it was Saturday the... 15th or the 25th something 24th something like that and I was there planning to meet friends no actually <laughs> are you sure that was Saturday? what date was it I can't remember the date but I know that I was getting on the train I was getting on the tube it might, was it at the end of the was it, was it at the end of the month it's been a while. I was I was heading to head high. Is it at the end of the month? You were going. You were going. Definitely going on a protest, Jodie. Can you hear me? Okay, one second. Was I going to Hyde Park? I I was going to Hyde Park, but you got off before because you were meeting somebody, and then you were. Why were you going to? Why were you going to Hyde Park? Research. <laughs> I was going for research. No lie, but you were going. So then I was going. So then I was going to Hyde Park for research as well. No, okay. We were all going, we were all going to Hyde Park for research, so I'm research trying to fix my picture. Okay, no worries. Um, all right, let's, let's, so I know the music industry has been hit really hard with this so-called pandemic, which has locked us all in within our homes and caused a lot of disruption. I know it's affected you hugely because yeah. you're unable to you know, um, do your live gigs and just generally be out and about. When I met you in the seaside, yeah. as I'm going to call it, the seaside, um, you're in a bit of a different place, yeah. aren't you, mentally? Do you want to just talk about that? Because I think it would resonate with a lot of people how they've been feeling. Because let's face it, the pandemic's been a real roller coaster. Gosh, where do I start? I mean, look. When you're trapped, trapped, when you're locked away by yourself, by yourself and your own thoughts, 
you know, it becomes, let's just call it what it is. It does come uh, become depressing for the first time that you go through that stuff, you know, and you do, I, I mean, I'm speaking as if I have some trauma behind the whole lockdown, which I did. Like no one's, no one really comes out of this lockdown without at least one marble gun. Okay, um, some people have do the complete opposite. Some people, you know, they become creative and stuff like that. I, the, the complete opposite happened to me because it was the dawning of um, understanding, especially towards the end of the year, understanding what this whole situation is all about deeply and understanding that it, it, no, not could, it is more than COVID. I'm gonna give you my straight laced opinion. Yeah, sure. Okay, no holes barred. Because we've, we've, we've suffered too much for this thing to just be like, oh my God, let's wait and see what happens kind of thing. That's a fairy tale. I throw it in the bin, it's bullshit. There's people out there with real voices that aren't getting heard and it's nearly or it's nearly coming up to about a year and a half of this madness. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And if if you if if you're someone who can't see what's happening and you're just going like that, then something's wrong, which a lot of people are doing. Um, and it hurts. It hurts to think that, especially over there, especially in that place, knowing that even now thinking that it could develop into this situation that we are in now, which means that the year before understanding and talking to people, saying to people that that might actually happen, not wishing for it to happen because you don't want it to happen. No one signed up for this, but yet here we are, we're here. Do you feel that the year and a half- And a lot of people, and a lot of people are still going like that. Oh, yeah. well, you know, let's go. I'm going to be all right. Yeah. I was just going to say about that. Do you think a year and a half has reprogrammed people's mannerisms, their habits? Because they, the word lockdown is, is such a prominent word because words literally are very important how we use them. So the word lockdown. Words are very, very powerful. Yeah, very, words are very, very powerful. You know, if I was, if, if I was in charge, I would have used choice words. And, and I, would, I would have used language that wasn't so threatening. You gotta understand like adults are like young children. You have to treat them the same when it comes to things like this, mm. especially when they don't understand. Like if, I, if, I, if I'm mentoring, I go into school and I speak to a kid in a certain way, right? It's going to have an effect on them. Definitely. Whether it's positive or negative, whether it's healing or damaging, I have to be aware of those things. Mm. We don't know what people's mental capacity is, you know? But at the end of the, uh, to, to be able to take things on board and we've been threatened for a, almost a year and a half now. We felt the anxiety for a year and a half, okay? Nothing's really changed. There's no promise. People's voices aren't being heard. And I think people should be concerned about that, you know? Yeah, I know it frustrates you because a lot of people don't question what they're told, but do you feel that... They are not questioning. <clears throat> Sorry? They're not questioning. They're not questioning, no, I agree. But do you feel that people have almost been reprogrammed and have accepted 
the imp impositions of the new sanctions that were that they've been given. And it's worldwide. Let's let's do one hundred percent. Yeah. And what I'm what one hundred percent believe so? What, what would you say to somebody that says, "Jody, it's a load of rubbish"? You know, you're talking twaddle. It's not true. I say, don't believe what I say. Don't. Why should you? The rest is up to you when you go and you research for yourself. And half of the people that I know, and some people just won't do that. Yeah. It's just BBC, CNN, NBC, this, that, and that, and that's legit. But when you don't understand history and understand that history is repeating itself, especially when it comes to propaganda, fear and tyranny, tyr tyranny, <laughs> tyranny, this is happening again, okay? Yeah. And as much as you can ignore, it's like I'm saying to people, I'm using, um, uh, earlier I'm using like, uh, um, what's, what's the word, metaphors, like, you know, don't get back onto the slave ships or don't get back yeah. on those carriages. <clears throat> don't yeah. get back on the carriages. You're being told something, you're being swindled into believing. And some people believe that this, why would they do that to us? Yeah. They, you know, they love to make you feel comfortable in watching Coronation Street, going about your everyday life, walking to school, dropping the kids off to school. And this could never happen to us. You know why? Because we live in the Western world. Yeah. We can't get, we can't get bombed. We can't be starved. You know, we can't go through all this shit that everybody else, excuse my language, that everybody else goes through. They can, but we can't. So the government must be looking after us. Even though I didn't, even though I hate the Tories, number one. But yet I trust them in this situation mm -hmm. to not even take the piss. Do you think it's to easy? listen to the science? Do you think it's easier for people just to feel that comfort of not wanting to know? Do you think that's part of it? it, it it's a um I really do believe that some people are scared. They're scared. They, they also, uh, there, there's, there's different factors, okay? It's, it's, it's complex, some of the way people think. Some people think really selfishly, they wanna get back to a new normal, mm. whatever that is, or any normal. And some people are just stuck in their ways. They believe 100% what the government is telling them. Some people believe half and half. Some people want to have, want to listen to news from different places. Yeah. But there's people that will just assume that you, you are a conspiracy theorist because they can't comprehend or fathom how big the deception is. You know, they can't comprehend. It's like to them, it's like, how could it be possible that they would be doing this to us? Listen, there was a whole slave trade, okay? For 400 years, 400, you needed a network of people, yeah? To work, to make that happen for 400 years. Of course it happened then. Oh, well, that might not happen again. It's happening now. It's happening already. I went on a protest about three, about three years ago, talking about how they're still trading slaves. They're picking, they're kidnapping people, and they're still doing it. <clears throat> and some yeah. people are like, no, it's not. I was there. I've witnessed this stuff. Or you, I've researched it. 
you know? Yeah. People are also hear it, they, people yeah. are also afraid of people are also afraid of getting it wrong. Yeah. So because I believe I believe in the quest for the truth, you should have the courage, right? To try and find shit out. Like it's your responsibility, especially in this time, it's your responsibility as a human being, especially in this time, to look at what the facts are. And a lot of people aren't doing that. They're just guessing. Do you not you think they're guessing? Yeah. Do you not think there's a stigma that you don't agree? Do you not think there's a stigma? Do people react to you in a um unsavory manner when you say to them that you don't want to take the um that you don't want to take vaccine? Yeah, of course, of course they do. They, it's like, man, I've heard, I've heard some absolutely nightmarish stuff and it just doesn't make any sense. That, have, that has left people's chops. We should just take it and just make get back to normal. Yeah. Do I look like I've got mug written across my face? Something that I can't sue, that this is the common sense of it. I, I can't sue them, right? I can't sue the pharmaceutical companies. There's no guarantee that it's going to work or make me ill. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like putting this to, you're going, you got the vaccine, you got crack and you got heroin. Yeah. 